If you were going to take over the world, where would you start? I am your host, PH, and this is the final episode of the 12 Days of Conspiracy on 1983. That's kind of a fun and terrifying question to think about. I have thought about that topic long and hard, and I now know I have no interest in being the supreme ruler. But what if I told you there is an entity out there that's trying to implement that very plan? How would you react to the thought of one government made up of a few elite people that are planning to make every country conform to its rules? What if I told you it's already in place? If I personally were to think of a plan to attempt this feat, I would start with the weakest and the loneliest people on the planet. The disenfranchised can be the most polarizing and are the most willing personnel to create change. Seems like a platform you can run on to become president one day, right? So why would you pick the polarizing people to try and sway first? Because you don't want to have to take on all of the stronger individuals. People with morals and backbone will get in the way. So you want to alienate them, as many of them as you can, without pissing them off enough that they come together against you. Once you have a good divide in the people, you need to make a situation so dire that both sides are willing to come together in order to defeat the artificial evil you created. Better met, <laughs> better yet, you should make a few foe enemies to make sure both the weak and strong band behind you. They may even give up their freedom of speech and freedom of religion to make damn sure the incident we created is quote-unquote defeated. I would start with the global climate change. Most of the population knows nothing about what comes out of their cars, what gases exist in our atmosphere, or even care about science. I would find a handful of scientists willing to look at dollar signs instead of the facts to spread my misinformation. Speaking of misinformation, I would start to spread rumors about individuals that may get in my way. Normal people, billionaires, parents, politicians, presidents, teachers. Pretty much anyone who may try to point out my plan. You'd have to move quick on that one and discredit the naysayers before they can get a platform. I would also be collecting data on as many people as would be willing to give it up. It's better to know up front who would be a sheep and who tends to be a shepherd. Who needs neighbors to spy on neighbors when we can offer a service to subjects willing to put our spy devices in their homes and also pay us to use it? Who are we kidding? Money isn't going to mean much to us when we're in charge. Us being the collective group of us that's thinking of this situation. That's why I would slowly start inflating the currency to make sure no one else could possibly stand a chance of fighting what's about to happen. 
I'd make things like guns, ammunition, computer parts, even toilet paper, scarce. The first two, so that I don't have to take away anyone's Second Amendment rights. Because you know that that's a red flag. People will turn on you. The last two items go away because I know, as well as you do, fear is driven further with the loss of comforts. I would start filling the minds of everyone's children with the promise of a utopia and would guarantee them a spot in my kingdom if they just helped convince their parents to believe in the heaven we could create with socialism. I would also spoil the hell out of them. Make it easy for parents to spoil the hell out of them. Promising things like free college, free cell phones, free health care, free food, as long as they're good subjects. Half of them don't even have to be residents. They can be illegal. Doesn't matter as long as they fall into line with my ideas. I would convince all of these spoiled people, once you've got them spoiled, that the use of debt, and with the use of debt, they can have whatever they want. Whenever they want it. As soon, I want it now. Isn't there a commercial about that? I know it's probably... Probably doesn't apply exactly, but I want it and I want it now. You hear the five-year-old scream in the grocery store. No more would we do the silly things their parents do, like saving to buy something or investing in retirement. Who needs a retirement anyway? We have Social Security, right? There's still a problem with my plan. If too many people catch on too soon, there will be no way to stop them from moving back to the way life used to be. For that case, I would tell them that they're all depressed and anxious. Push it out through the media. 40% of people suffer from anxiety. Those medications we've been pushing on you haven't been working too well. So we're going to allow the medicinal use of this wonderful plant that cures all diseases. There won't actually be any barrier between you and the medicine. All you have to do is get a card from the doctor and use your new social ID to go get a hold of some of the most righteous medicine. It doesn't make you dumb. It makes you smarter and more enlightened. While we're at it, we'll start demonizing the meat-eaters. And make sure you don't get animal proteins. Instead, we'll have your super-thin, unhealthy girlfriend drive you to the market. And we'll start replacing the meat with soy to make sure we get everyone in the right amount of estrogen to be weak and sluggish. Men will start to become more emotional, but don't worry. We've got medicine for that. It's the same one that we use for anxiety. The second to last thing I have to do is break up the family by spinning distrust in your mother and father, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. Once I break down the family unit, there will be no turning back. Oh, and the final thing? The final thing is disproving God and denying the creator of all the things in this earth to make sure any morals you have 
left, end up in the closet with your Bible. That's when the soldiers come to make sure you are following the new Savior, the world government that will make sure you're taken care of. Does any of that sound like what's going on today? If any of that rang home, you should be terrified. I will call you this, brothers and sisters. We need to come back together to the unit we started at and make sure they can't do any of this to us. We used to unite against a common evil. Republican or Democrat, it doesn't mean anything when they come to take your freedom. Transgender won't exist. You will lose the right to vote for any of your officials. I'm going to do something crazy. Probably will lose quite a few listeners. I'm going to end this episode with a prayer. Regardless of if you're religious or not, if you're a mature adult, you understand that whether or not he exists, it's better to hedge your bets and hope there's something bigger than us that can save us from ourselves. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We're thankful for the ability to come together. We're thankful for our families. Please bless the elected officials that we have right now, that they will be able to know what they need to do to turn the ship around. Please bless the people listening to this episode, that they will be able to know how to live their lives in a way that is pleasing to you. We say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I am a sinner. You're a sinner. And until we can become less of a moral or religious sinner, it will only get worse. This is the final episode of the 12 Days of Conspiracy. If you liked it, share it with your friends and family. Thank you for listening. God bless. Stay safe. And help someone that needs a little grace.